This is the Old Republic Podcast. Spoiler warning for the Knights of the Old Republic series, Star Wars, The Old Republic, and all other media. This is where the fun begins. Today, we are having a really special episode. We have a guest with us today. Um, she's been making some incredible art. So if you've been following, um, and hopefully you should be following uh, her Instagram as well, because she's making some incredible pieces. She's been helping us with our you know, journey to the Starforge project we've had going on. Uh, but today we have with us Astro Notka, uh, who can be found on Instagram at Astro underscore Notka underscore art. How are you doing today? Hey, hello there. I'm fine. And thank you for, uh, for for this podcast, because, well, it is very nice from you to be here. Yeah, of course, it, it's great to have you on. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much for uh, joining us, and uh, thank you very much for your art. So uh, I guess to yes, kick so. this off, um, how did you first, you know, get into uh, doing art and fan art? Oh, well, it is a long story, as it um, as it usually is. I, I I remember that I have been drawing like all my life, like all child all children do. But uh, there were some uh, large stages, like large steps from one period to another. So from uh, child doodles to some something like true art. And I remember that Star Wars were very inspiring. So one of these large steps to making some true art, like I say. Uh, it was the seventh episode, The Force Awakens, and after that I thought that, well, I just want to visualize some things and I want to try and I want to to learn to be a better artist. And then I started to make efforts. And the second big, I can, I can say that uh, it is Old Republic and all this stuff because um, I started to... Um, I started to looking for ways to express myself and my emotions, and this is a process which, uh, which I'm I'm still into it, so it is unfinished. Yeah, no, the the pieces you make are are beautiful. So you know, we're glad that you got into it. Um, you mentioned episode uh, seven. Uh, was that kind of what got you into Star Wars, or had you um, been a fan of Star Wars before that, or? I went into Star Wars uh, actually before the seventh episode. Uh, it was a long time ago, uh, but, but well, not so long time ago. I was fourteen, uh, and it was very sudden, uh, without uh, any big special event, without any TV series or new movie. Um, I just thought that well, I need to watch this Star Wars, whatever it is, and then I watched them, and then I loved them. Uh, I started to trying to find some uh, some other stuff which connect which is connected to was like expanded universe it was old mm -hmm. expanded universe in this time and it was very difficult because uh, in that time in that age I I can't read English I can't listen to English and I uh, I used only uh, the this uh, old material with which I can find and. It was very little, and it was crappy, and, well, 
it was hard to find anything decent, but I tried. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yes. And after the seventh episode, I thought that um, I need some more Star Wars. And it was like a reawakening of Star Wars and the Force and love for this universe. And I learned English, finally. No, no that's <laughs> only, aw- only that's... because of this. Oh, that's great. Um, well, you uh, you're sound excellent in your English. Uh, so, yeah, thank you for uh, coming on and, you know, sharing with everyone. Um, now, um, as far as uh, Knights of the Old Republic and uh, the Old Republic, are, were those games that you played about that same time that you started getting into the artwork? Or was that something that you had played, you know, beforehand? Or uh, If you're talking about uh, the games, uh, I have played um, Kotor, uh, well, before uh, before I started painting, uh, make paintings about it, uh, but I don't know. It is just uh, the sympathy for this period and for this game is like long long time. So it's not that I I played and I forgot about it. Mm, I don't know how to express it. Just mm, well, it's uh, the feeling that I know this universe very long time, mm-hmm. and I. I can draw every time. Yeah, no, that's great. It, you know, the story uh, it definitely sticks with you, and I think that's why, you know, Acacia and myself, and you know, everyone, you know, listens to the pod. You know, have kind of the the same feelings about the Kotor and how it kind of stuck with us as we had played it and grown up with it. Uh, so, when when you're making fan art for something like Star Wars or uh, Knights of the Old Republic. Um, you know, or any of the other art that you do, uh, what do you find, uh, what's most enjoyable, what's most fun about doing the artwork? Uh, well, the most fun is uh, trying to catch some situation. Um, you maybe know that I love to draw some uh, situation uh, art, like uh, some people are doing something or something happens just right now. And uh, I like to catch the feeling of situation, the emotions, the process. Uh, like it is life, so you you can see it and you can feel it. And uh, it's always good when people look at my works and say something like, oh, I know this guy, I don't know who it is, but I see that he's happy. And this guy, well, he's sad. And this guy is uh, fighting this, this one, and I see it, why he's doing that, something like this. So they understand what I'm trying to express. Yeah, that's... Yeah, that's awesome. And you definitely convey a lot of emotion and just the, you know, kind of the artwork that uh, we've done with you and stuff that we've seen on your Instagram. Yeah, it, it shows a lot of uh, that emotion and those um, interactions between the the people. So that's uh, really great. And what are, you know, what are some of the harder parts about making the art, your stuff that you're, or maybe things that you're still working on or, you know, things that you want to improve on or different, you know, maybe different styles that you'd like to um, experiment with? Well, yes, uh, I think uh, new styles are interesting, but they are uh, definitely hard because, well, they are new. Uh, by definition, if uh, you didn't do something, then uh, you, you can't do it properly. So you will make mistakes, you will do it uh, like very slowly and you need to redo it again. And uh, another hard part is the same part which makes me happy because um, this process of catching something, something which is between people 
who are in the picture uh, something which is I don't know between the forms between the colors and composition so when I'm trying to catch this something it is very very randomly so uh, it may happen and may not it's like inspiration yeah mm -hmm. it, it can it can be hard like no matter like if you're doing art or writing or uh, sports so it's yes good. yes it There's is always waves artistic process yeah so. yeah and it, it's always good to um you know to try new new things and challenge yourself and try to learn and and grow you know in art and like cassia said in all kinds of you know whatever your interests are but but yeah no that's that's a really um kind of great story and like we said we've uh loved your artwork that we've that we've seen and we've had you helping us out with some uh postcards so why don't we uh talk a little bit about those yeah sure yeah because you you helped us out with our postcards in a major way uh Kind of looking back in time, I think the first postcard you helped us out with, I think it was Dantooine. Yeah, uh, yeah, I remember it. Yeah, because yeah. I think we were just kind of like saying like, it'd be cool to have like Dantooine like, uh, and like have Revan and Bastila kind of like fighting in, in silhouette. Like, what was the process of, of creating that one? Oh, well, uh, actually, um, it was um, a little fun by itself because... Uh, in this, in that exact time, I was uh, trying some new brush sets in Photoshop. So I wanted to make something uh, which looks a little rough, but very, um, <coughs> very juicy. I don't know, like, like it is uh, in traditional like oil painting, but not at all. Mm, well, so I just created some landscape with this uh, colorful green fields and uh, some crazy sky with purple clouds on it and then i just added some small details like uh, revenant bastel like uh, some trees and buildings and that works yeah that there and that works now yeah because it has the uh it has the jedi academy and it has the the star map uh building there's probably mm -hmm. a fancy name for it. Strange <laughs> Ruins. That's what Strange that's Ruins, what, yeah. That's what it's called. Um and like, yeah, we were just kind of blown away with this one and it was just beautiful. And the hard thing about being a fan of a game that came out in two thousand three is like there's not a lot of contemporary art coming out. And like a lot of the art that's out there seems um like it came out like in 2003 to 2005 so it's a bit dated and you can't really source the artist anymore so yes what we kind of liked uh, about working with you is like we know where the art's coming from and uh it's a bit more contemporary you know and it's fun <laughs> yes then was it yeah. tatooine next yeah tatooine i believe yes yeah. tatooine then and uh, actually, I like this one. It is one of my favorites because there is Java, and Java is cool. All Javas <laughs> are cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was it was a fun little detail because I think like when we kind of request stuff, like when you request postcards, uh, we kind of just like I think like we got 
like when it came to the Dantooine postcard, we're like, oh, let's have like Revan and Bastila fighting like with the sunset on Dantooine. And then I think we're like, yeah, add the strange ruins and the and the Jedi, you know, temple. And then like with Tatooine, we're like, uh, let's incorporate, you know, the the crate dragon, you know, like they're in silhouette because I think we we're kind of playing with the idea of Revan, you know, being anyone. I think like, as mm-hmm. we later went on, we're like just making Ben Barnes, you know, uh, but um, we're kind of just like you could have Anchorhead in the distance, the two sons, and uh, HK four seven. But uh, yeah, what did you kind of think about doing HK four seven in postcard form? Um, well, he was very easy to draw. I can say that because. <laughs> well, he's a droid, and he's he's not a human being, so uh, his forms are very geometrical, and, well, he yeah. has much better references than any other heroes hmm. from the game. Yeah. And uh, were there any other details you liked uh, in Tatooine? I don't think there there is much uh, to... To draw there, I remember that there are two sons, of course, and Revan and Bastille, and some. Ah, yeah, it's uh, it's a town, Mos Mos Ali. I don't remember which one that was there mm-hmm. at that time. Yeah, where there there is spaceport. Huh. Yeah, it, it's a fun one, and we were kind of like with the earlier postcards playing with the idea of like adding text. But then I think we kind of stepped away from that. So, like, mm-hmm. if, if you're like, this looks off-center, you know, it's like, that's the reason why is, like, because originally we were going to add text. And maybe we still can, but probably not because we we like the art, you know, mm-hmm. more than our, our meta, you know, sayings about Knights of the Old Republic. Like, I think Dantooine was going to be discover yourself on Dantooine and Tatooine was going to be <laughs> Pearl of the Outer Rim, you know? So, yeah. yeah. Discover yourself in Manan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, on Koriban. Yeah, what I, yes. what, I, what I really like about the about the way that these came out is just um, how they, they kind of, they tackle and they capture, you know, what's going on in these places, but they still are uh, playful and really... Uh, you know, beautifully colored and, um, and things. Oh, so thank you. I, I think that they, they turned out really great. So that's a very touchy thing, actually, because, uh, that's my weakest spot. I think as the color things, I, I'm more or less, uh, at, at easy with forms and position, but colors make me crazy. And, um, I don't know in digital variant, especially. So I'm, I'm usually very worried and shy about my colors. If you like it, then it's okay. Yeah, you're doing you're doing things that we could never do. So, <laughs> I mean, like, I think later on I would be like, I would call them peasant sketches just because they're so bad, you know, like to kind of be like, this is what I was thinking. And it's like stick figures <laughs> with like a stick figure star forge, you know, and then you, you kind of like knock it out of the park and make it look beautiful, you know. And yeah, so uh, we would... The, the postcards, uh, they look amazing, and it, it's really because of you, not because of us. <laughs> so, yeah. 
but that's um, a idea. Yeah, and then I think was it was it Terrace next that we uh, did? Yeah, Terrace. Terrace was next. Yeah, with Karth and Mission and Big Z uh, at oh, yeah. the Paterson at the cafe. Yeah. 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 And this is kind of where I was like, oh, I need to learn to be more specific, you know, because uh, like kind of just visualizing stuff a little bit differently. And uh, it had some nice details like Mission is holding uh, Claudia Gray's bloodlines, you know, and uh, the sunset looks amazing. And, and you you really nailed the the buildings in the background and. If you kind of look at it, like, I'm like, wow, Karth's hand looks amazing. And you're kind of mm -hmm. able to, if you zoom up on it, it's a little bit of a shorthand. But, like, from, from far away, just, like, as you're looking at it, you're like, wow, this this is amazing, you know? So. <laughs> yes, thank you. It took a while to, like, like... I think for us to, to visualize terrorists, but like the end result, like I ended up buying a mug for myself, you know, cause I, I just loved it so much. Uh, so, so yeah. <laughs> um, I guess what were some of your favorite details from this one? From this one? Well, the sky, because yes, the one of the longest part was, uh, trying to compose the colors so they make this uh, interesting contrast between the dark and light between the shadows and the sunset and then i made something and i was very happy about it and yes yeah, that uh, that fact that i uh, could uh, compose these three people to one table and they more or less uh, looking good that is it's a very I don't know. That's a win too for me because these compositions are kind of difficult. Um, mm -hmm. If you have more than one uh, person on the art, like two of them or even three or more, it becomes very difficult. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. The composition of it is is really nice because you have the characters in kind of the foreground, but it has a really nice depth because there's some people you know walking in behind them, and then you have the the space traffic and then the buildings yeah uh, yeah kind it's of in the, the distance so. for atmosphere mm -hmm. yeah yeah and karth looks like karth he looks a little bit like uh he looks angsty as he he's angstily you know reading a data pad which <laughs> yeah is because hard he doesn't do. want to talk about it again <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly and zalbar and mission are just hanging out you know and I think you really nailed Zalbar, and Zalbar doesn't get a whole lot of art, you know, uh, mm -hmm. outside of uh, Huni and you. Like, I haven't really noticed a whole lot, so, and you kind of nailed the fur, because it, it's, I don't know, Wookiees, Wookiees are kind of difficult to, like, make sure they're not all Chewbacca, but I think you nailed it, so, Yeah. And I just love that we were able to kind of get that Bloodlines book in there. Yeah, it was a very a... teeny Easter egg because if you don't know, you can't guess it, I think. Yeah, yep. for sure. And then uh, I'm trying to think which one was next. Was it the Endar Spire? I... Yeah, I think uh, Endar Spire was next. So 
Yeah, Uh, these Easter eggs, like, bless you for tolerating us, um, because there was a lot, uh, um... We we have Bastila and Karth, you know, kind of on the flagship of the Underspire. Like, this is probably, like, mere minutes, you know, before, like, the start of the Knights of the Old Republic. And yeah. we kind of just have Karth uh, looking at schematics of the Underspire. You can kind of see Terrace, you know, on the horizon outside the viewport. And then... Uh, Bastel is kind of keeping track of Revan's dossier, and uh, you kind of have employee of the month, you know, Traskel go beneath him, <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Trask is the best guy. Yeah. There is not, some, enough, uh, not enough Trask in the world. I remember the same column before the storm when we, when we see the Rogue One movie, and it ends just a few minutes like literally a few minutes before the new hope start in some way they're similar yeah and i really like the the use of space in the background it's kind of more colorful um Mm -hmm. i'm glad that trask is getting more love and that our friend uh marcus mosley from Holocronicles of a Jedi is going to be voicing him in the Unreal Cinema adaptation, uh, KOTOR Season 1. So yeah. we're thrilled about that. And yeah. So yeah, like, I think we asked you to do too much with the with the Endar Spire postcard, but you made it amazing. Yeah, and then we uh, then had to Manon, I think, was the next one up there. Yeah. Oh, Manon. It was a nice one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A nice blue sky. And what I like is that you're able to kind of make it, each location kind of seem like it's in the game, but kind of add to it. Like the fountain, the the wall, fountain wall in the background, mm-hmm. and you have some plants. Because, of course, it would have plants. And I think the only stipulations, like, we kind of gave you was, like, have Jolie talk to T3M4 because I'm like, you know what? This would be a really hilarious <laughs> visual to have Jolie talk to a droid because it's kind of like having a senior kind of like have to use a cell phone. And I was like, that would be really funny. <laughs> and Jolie's kind of just talking to him. We have some cell cath in the background that look like cell cath, you know, and we have Revan and Bastila kind of like having some drama on Manon, you know, and kind of like focusing, you know, on the mission supposedly. And yeah, just kind of like, it definitely looks like Manon and like it's a nice blue sky. And I I really dug this one's composition. Did you kind of find T3 hard to do? at all or did it kind of come easily well uh yes i i have i have heard um, mostly what you said i just couldn't talk yes yeah, so what about the fontaine and the landscape uh, i was inspired by svetor uh, location of manan it's very beautiful and it has this uh, wall fountain and some else. and uh well these color schemes are amazing i really like um this one well really all of them but 
they kind of tell a a little story about what's happening just by looking at it you get you know kind of this this feeling of you know what's what's happening behind the scenes on on these postcards and uh yeah that's just yeah, a, that's a point uh, mm-hmm. yeah exa- exactly so yeah and i think it was um peace from manon uh was going to be the tagline for this one but because it's kind of like talking about the the cold war they have going on on manon next was uh the leviathan actually so this one bless your heart for doing this one because it's a complicated uh composition like you have like you made the walls look interesting and the floor you made them look like star wars like they do in the game and Basically, everyone in that in that composition, you have Malik looking evil, you know, with his jaw and having lightning and like Revan is like, what? Karth is like, I'm having the worst day of my life. And Bastos like, I can't explain, you know, like, so (laughs) it's interesting that uh, sometime after I posted it in my Instagram uh, in one uh, one fan group of quarter uh, Russian language. Uh, the administrator uh, wanted to post my works and he asked my permission and uh, I said okay. Uh, and there were some comments about what's going on on this picture. And I said it is an artistical interpretation of the scene. And they said but I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. It's the revelation. It's hard to interpret that, I mean, like, visually, which I would, if they ever made a movie of, or adaptation or whatever of Knights of the Old Republic, like, how do you make things visually iconic, like, that you can understand them without sound? Yeah, and, like, it's kind of like, if you look back on art back in the day, like, things are kind of more about gestures and symbols and, like, the, the iconography of what everything represents. And I think, like, we've kind of lost that in the modern day, you know? But I think, like, the tradition uh, kind of continued in here. And I really, I don't know, I think it's really good. And honestly, the red wall behind Malik, like, I was, like, really happy with that in the floor. And if you zoom up on Bastila's lightsaber... All the details from the game look perfect. Yeah. Yeah. That's all because of references. Tons and tons of references. <laughs> yep. And I think this is the part where we're just like, oh, just make Revan Ben Barnes, you know? So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, with uh, this series of postcards, it looks like it is a Revan journey from uh, anyone from a mystical stranger to Ben Barnes. Like, mm-hmm. first you, you can see. You can see the face, you can see like uh, some mystical forms and silhouettes, and then you see Ben Barnes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. As it it, it kind of makes sense as he's you know discovering himself, he, look, he starts to look more and more like a like an individual person. Yeah, it's kind of like he's gaining his identity as as the postcards kind of uh, go on and kind of like we were kind of all finding like what these postcards were going to be as we went on and 
it was kind of fun. And I think, like, when I was thinking of the postcard for Lee Han, I think I ended up sketching out a little bit of an idea. Yeah, um, what is the idea? Yeah, because I'm like, there's no way you're going to be able to, like, sketch out, like, the choice on Lee Han, like, with with Jolie, Johani, Juhani, I mean, and Revan and Bastila, you know, and, like, incorporating the the architecture that I love from the temple and, like, including the sky and the ruins. And I was like, why not incorporate the choice in the clouds, you know, overlooking the, the temple on Lee Han, and you can kind of see all of the ruined ships and the Ebon Hawk in the well, background. What did you kind of enjoy about doing this one? Well, the sky, of course. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Well, um, drawing landscapes is uh, is easier than drawing people, to be sure. Mm. It's like, well, you just draw this and this and these fields and these trees and all is green and this is fun. And then you draw the sky and this is the fun begins. So this uh, in in yang symbol, uh, this clouds and this uh, game of shadow and light again. Mm. I think it it was well. It was fun if if to be short. And uh, I don't know. I like how it how it went finally. Yeah. I I, I thought that it it would be like too purple again or too. Too, too dark, too grim, but no, it worked well. Yeah, and I like that you included, like, I don't know if it's a planet in the background or a really big moon, you know, but uh, mm -hmm. it it look, makes it look cool, and I like that the dark clouds kind of have some light in them, and the light clouds have some dark in them, so you can kind of just imagine, like, things are in balance and they could go light or dark, you know, and... Yeah, because it's nature. And so yeah. it's naturally. Yeah, and I really like the, the work you did on the temple, just kind of to make it like look curved and uh, everything. Like, I think Lee Han is the other mug I ended up buying. Like, mm -hmm. I was just so impressed with it. So you, you knocked that one out of the park and just very pleased with it. And then. And then we had uh, Revan on the. Uh, Starforge. Yeah, how how did you like doing that one? <laughs> it is the most symbolic of this all. Like you asked to uh, to to draw him not uh, not actually like Superman, but uh, to be inspired with him. And then I thought, well, I just want to draw beautiful Raven. This is very simple, <laughs> and that's all. It's very striking with. Uh his white kind of Jedi uh, robes and cape and hood against kind of the, you know, that dark blue uh, background and kind of steel uh, looking floor with him there with his uh, lightsaber ignited. Yeah, because this is kind of like the, it's to represent like Revan has become the person he's meant to be. He's kind of a synthesis of the light and dark kind of ultimately aligned with the light side of the force at this time and when i was kind of requesting this postcard i was like 
here are some references like looking at like the Man of Steel posters or like uh, from the Man of Steel film. And I'm like, technically, I don't think that Jedi Revan has a cape, but I'm like, give him a cape. <laughs> It'll just look cool. You know, yeah. with yes, lightsaber. exactly. That's how, that's how it works. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, if, if you always think that, well, you don't need this thing because it can't be there because this is not real and this is not very cool. But this looks cool, but we don't have this. It's that's not how Star Wars work. About the Man of Steel, I think uh, I understood your your intention that uh, the Superman there uh, is a representation of power, of course, and uh, and yet a representation of hope for some yeah. mm -hmm. for some cool, for some uh, for some light, for some mm, good ending after all. Uh, so yes, yeah, so so is the Raven, and uh, he's a representation of light in this dark, and uh, well, he's a knight in shining armor, and he's a Jedi knight, and all these things at one. So it should work. I I think I ended up posting, uh, just this the kind of preliminary sketch you sketched out, because it was just so strong and uh. Mm -hmm. I ended up quoting, you just have to decide what kind of man you want to be because whoever that man is, good character or bad, he's going to change the world from Man of Steel, Jonathan Kent, you know? And yeah, he just, you nailed like making him look epic, heroic, and uh, benevolent. And just when it was like in its full colored glory, you know, I'm just like, yeah. ooh, this is this is strong, you know, and, mm -hmm. uh, you have this on a mug, don't you? Yeah. I got this one on, on the mug. Cause I, I love the, the contrast and the colors and how he looks in this one. This it's one so came sweet. out great. Yeah. It's yeah. It, this one's uh this one's beautiful for sure. And uh, what other mugs did you end up getting Brian? So I have, I have the, uh, and spire mug and I have the, uh, the Revan mug or the, two that I have uh, so far, but I'm probably going to kind of keep adding <laughs> to that collection yeah, here, definitely. here as we, as we go. Forge. Yeah. I need to, uh, I need to go through and get rid of some uh, mugs I don't need anymore so I can make room for more of these, uh, these ones here. Uh, so next up was uh Corabon. Oh we yeah. Had... I forgot it. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, so that one, yeah, that one has uh Revan, Again, so he's in more of his uh, kind of traditional gear, but in the Valley of the Kings, so uh, kind of beautiful orange, you know, sky in behind Candrus and Juhani and Revan here kind of in the foreground. Yeah, Candrus and Juhani and Revan there, yeah. Yeah. What did you like uh, about Korriban? Oh, well, uh, this one have some uh, amazing Korriban landscapes because I... I love this uh, uh, Valley of Lords. I love mm -hmm. these ancient statues, and I want to draw them forever. Uh, and this uh, art, uh, like a whole, works again uh, because of contrasts. Like you said, uh, it is uh, orange uh, sky and earth, and uh, blue and violet figures of Revan and uh, his uh, mates. Uh, so this is how it. I don't know how they, they are very uh, strict, very 
very strong on this. I I don't know how to express it in words. I can do only arts. Sorry. <laughs> uh. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, I mean, I'm monolingual. I only know one language. I'm trying to learn more, but you're you you've been doing a great job. Yeah, just with Korriban, um kind of like you nailed the big statues and Korriban always looks great in the sunset and I was kind of like make make Revan look a little bit like a pharaoh kind of like kind of make it seem like he's tempted by power you know and I was like two lightsabers you know and like kind of in the crook and flail position you know mm -hmm. he kind of has his old his old clothes on, you know, but kind of the purple lightsabers. So he's kind of figuring out who he wants to be and Candorous, uh I was like, I think Candorous just looks better in armor personally. So like if someone's like, that's not canon, he wasn't in that. I'm like, armor looks cooler, you know, <laughs> and we're doing this because, because we're, that's what we're doing, you know, and uh, we have Juhani. So I've tried to, we tried to incorporate, like, at least each character in one of the postcards, you know, so. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah, hopefully. Each one of them is uh, at least at one. It's, it's a strong design, and uh, I yeah. believe the final one is. Yeah, that's right, yeah. The Kashik star map one. Oh, and... this one is my favorite, without question. Oh, it is? I'm so glad. Yes. That's awesome. Why don't, why don't you tell us... A little bit about because I think um, Cassia just kind of said that you know she wanted to see uh, these two kind of in front of a star map, but I guess maybe kind of talk to us a little bit just how you go about putting this one together. Uh, how I uh, put uh, the star map and Driven and Bastila? Yes. Yeah. Oh well. Uh, you made the sketch again, as I remember. So I basically uh, play with it, and then I thought that uh, it is a good composition, and I don't need to change anything. I like how it how it works. Uh, it is uh, well, it is symmetrical, but with little difference between Raven and Bastila, and this is exactly what we need uh, to show in the relationships in this symbolic way. Yeah, uh, because when I, I don't know, just watching, like, Shadow and Bone, I was like, if Revan has to look like the mullet guy, like, make him Ben Barnes, <laughs> and uh, Jesse May Lee, I was like, oh, she could she could be a good Bastila, you know? And just kind of, like, some of the stills from Shadow and Bone, I was like, oh, wow, there's, like, maybe I'm just way too into the Knights of the Old Republic of everything, but I'm like... This would, these are some strong images, and I was like, you know what? If we're trying to do like a kind of represent Kashik in a different way than you know, like some other future things that are coming out, um, kind of make it a central like on Revan and Bastila and like the their force bond slash dyad. And incorporate a star map because I was like, I don't think we've incorporated a star map into any of these postcards yet. So hopefully you guys can uh, all eat your hearts out, you know, like when it when it comes out and be like, oh, 
This is perfect because I I think it's my favorite too. There is some feeling on it. Uh, I don't know about uh, about you, but that's what I felt when I drew it. That's uh, the moment when you see the star map opens. Uh, it is like uh, flower blossoms. It is like uh, some lightning, some some I don't know uh, the galaxy well and uh, some stars and they are moving and this is uh, some magic here. And so we see this magic, we see this flower blossoms, this uh, space is turning around them, and and we see Revan and Bastila relationship, like um, they reflect each other, and I don't know, there is something in it. Yeah, and uh, you definitely nailed it, and the lighting is like perfect for like a forest floor combined with the star map and... Uh, it kind of is, you know, romantic and shippy, I guess. Uh, so Star Wars is great, you know, when it's about love, you know. <laughs> so yes, it's always about love in yeah. stars <laughs> mm -hmm. across yep. the stars, you know. But oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> um. So. Which postcards, if you had to choose, like, some for yourself, like, which ones would you say uh, are your favorites? Well, the most favorite still is the last one. Because it's like a final in the series, uh, and uh, both Revan and Bastila uh, gained their identities. They became, like, from some strange silhouettes, they became people. And I like the style which they gained at last and i like how it ended like um, well a perfect hope moment mm -hmm. it did a it did a great job of kind of summing up the the kind of story that you know we were wanting to to tell and that you know you were able to tell through these art pieces i think my favorites are are definitely uh the last one as well the, the star map mm -hmm. Terrace and, and Lee Han. Uh, I mean, I love them all, uh, but they're all they're all great, you know. So mm -hmm. yeah, there's there something about every one of them that I that I like a lot. Um, I really like the uh, coloring in the Endar Spire, where it has kind of that blue incorporated into the into the space. There, you know, there's a lot visually there to look at. I like that. Um, I like Manon. Like I said, it's telling this kind of story in this beautiful setting so but yeah they're they're all just fantastic we couldn't be happier with the way they turned out yeah so we kind of ran through the the postcards that you'd uh, made for us and kind of talked about you know the composition and the coloring and um, how you'd want to see things so if if you were going to just kind of picture I guess maybe what how you would um, illustrate something uh, you know, to tie into like Bastila's uh, battle meditation. Uh, what are some ways you think that uh, that might look? I remember that was uh, not not the proper question for me, but that was the theme I I was thinking about a few uh, a few months ago. I uh, wanted to draw a little comic series about uh, the prayer quarter events, uh, mm -hmm. the Jedi attack on. Ravens flagman and well i mm, 
I actually drawed it, but I'm not satisfied and I will redraw it some sometime later. I just uh, catched a few interesting moments like button meditation. Well, it's, uh, it doesn't look very uh, interesting or special. It's just uh, how it should be in, in my mind that um, a Jedi uh, who is in battle meditation is uh, not like not like his or she, not like they are um, governing or managing the other people. It's mm -hmm. more like they feel the force, they feel the other people, the other ships, the whole situation, and they um, just emerged into it, and they they are like musician. Uh, and the force is like giant piano and they play some music on it and they listen to it more than play. It's like, uh, I don't know, uh, like a light uh, and warm and something alive in this uh, cold space, something like this. So it's uh, a part of, part of hope which should be in every people, um, in every person who feel it. And so this is why they uh, they became more brave and strong and can uh, fight better than before. Yeah. yeah. No, that's a, that's a beautiful way to describe it. So, Cassia, go ahead and follow that up if you want. <laughs> yeah, because uh, sometimes, like during like the podcast, like we talk about kind of making certain things visual from Knights of the Old Republic because. In a video game, you can kind of talk more about lore, you know, and, like, kind of just have, like, discussions, you know, but when you're in a movie, you can't really, like, sometimes, like, have lore, you know, like, as a conversation, or else it kind of gets boring, you know, you kind of have to make something visual, and, like, with mm -hmm. battle yes. meditation, yeah, yes. like, I was like, you're an artist, so like I was just kind of talking with you about how to visualize it, and you always had uh, some great ideas, and I, I loved discussing them with you, and because you really kind of broke it down and kind of gave us some ideas. So uh, I would say that uh, it should be uh, it should be showed at least from the two sides, like uh, the other people see uh, Bastila and uh, like what Bastila sees at this moment. And so it should be, well, it should be some space and uh, this network of lights, of stars, which are, uh, I don't know, people's mind, like, uh, you know, in the, in the, in the X-Men, when Professor Xavier uh, looks, for, looks for some mutants, he sees exactly that. Mm -hmm. uh, I I think it should be some music which uh, represented to which, uh, which reflects well I'm not music specialist at all but it should be there uh, maybe some inner uh, inner monologue of Bastila uh, maybe some um, some movements some intentions of her which she um, describes what she's doing like what she's looking for, what she's trying to achieve. But yeah, some space magic, the main idea is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's that's great. And then um, uh, another thing that is, you know, kind of challenging to visualize, and it 
it's because it's you know play it's internal like within uh the characters kind of similar to the battle meditation but is the the force bond that bastila and revan have i guess we saw a little bit kind of that in in the last jedi but are there other ways that you um, kind of picture a force bond being visualized either in a piece of art or you know on film on screen oh well uh i would say that uh, the way it was uh, it was shot uh, in the last jedi was very unusual for what i've seen before mm-hmm. uh, usually it is described as uh, people can um, see or hear the thoughts of each other see the dreams of each other like it was in quarter sometimes uh, maybe they could just uh, understand each other better and um, I don't know feel each other in some uh, in some situations and something like this uh, the symbolic visualization is usually uh, like a string between them um, uh, some string which connects the hands because hands represents people's intentions and pictures usually and i don't know what to add here i i can just babbling about well some magic magic again some light some warm some uh, understanding and uh, i i would say that last jedi way is interesting but not ideal yeah Um, i think i remember talking to you about the the force bond and you were talking to me about an opera where i think it's like these two characters were connected and the language like i think they spoke different languages but somehow like throughout the yes opera, yes it, it was, that was a interesting interesting another visualization which i described it was from uh from an old uh, rock opera in russian language again uh where uh, the two main characters which are very similar in this situation to raven and bastila they uh, loved each other and they uh, were need to how to say well the the, the main hero uh, was need to sail away back at home and uh, they are uh, they having a, like a vision uh, they see that they will not see each other again and they talk to each other the last time and they became uh, like very very spiritual way they mm, understand each other uh, without translation which they couldn't before and i don't know it's it's just need to be seen and heard so yeah. yes this is some way like uh, like uh, suddenly some people can understand each other uh, when they couldn't before uh, when mm, they shouldn't know something but they know it suddenly something like this it's not like a uh, one way of visualization it's situationally you need to make a script and then uh, left uh, then keep a place to such moments and then make a culmination something like this mm-hmm. yeah and then what was the name of that opera uh, it is uh, called uh, or do you know Juno it? and Davos yeah because that Thank sounds uh, that sounds really interesting uh, yeah. to check out yeah because i think i don't know i think i think it's cool to like i mean obviously we're invested in star wars and knights of the older public and uh all the rest but when you whenever you can kind of link it to uh the bigger bigger topics you know like mm-hmm. and 
and art and operas, like, it kind of helps, like, I don't know, like, everyone kind of be more interconnected to art and culture, and it's always good. Like, uh, it's always nice to get more perspectives, you know, like art artists' perspectives, uh, fans uh, from all over the world, and it's just really fun to, to learn new things, and that's the cool thing about this podcast, I would say. Yes, sure. And the main thing about Star Wars is that they are so multicultural that you can see some references and main themes almost in in everywhere. Yeah, because I think I remember talking to you about um, how the translation for the Force in Russian is power. Uh, yes. And just like what that kind of means, you know, like in translation and like the different perspective. Mm-hmm. It's uh, actually interesting that it's not actually power. A power uh, can be translated in a few ways. Um, like all these worlds, all these worlds, uh, power and strength and uh, some some other, I don't remember now. They are kind of similar and the force is about all of them. It's the most uh, common. So it can, it can be almost anything. And that's very good. Yeah. It can, it can be human force. It can be a force of nature, like in English. Um, it can be a, a military force. Yeah. And force and of it... destiny. Yeah. I do like forces of destiny, you know? All right. Um, so where can our listeners find you and support your incredible work? Um, only on Instagram for now. Uh, Astronautka art. And there I post some shitty, shitty arts and not shitty at all. And <laughs> I, I, I take commissions and, well, you can follow me if you want. I think your your art, all of it, is great, and we we love the work you, we were able to collaborate on, and mm-hmm. you just have a unique style that uh, everyone should should be looking into and supporting, and more people should be clamoring for uh, commissions from you. So, uh, thanks again so much for coming on, yeah. and uh, we we learned so much and. It's it's great to finally kind of talk after like you know kind of just messaging about about art for mm-hmm. for this time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So oh. make sure everyone listening out there, uh, you go check out uh, Astronautka's art on Instagram. It's at Astro underscore Notka N A U T K A underscore Art, um, and take a look at the amazing stuff that she's uh, putting out there into the world. And yeah. may the force be with you. And you can find us on Instagram at Old Republic Podcast. And if you want to connect with me, I can be found on Instagram at Astro underscore Droid underscore. And you can connect with us on Twitter at Old Republic Pod. On Patreon, the link is in our Instagram bio, or you can find it at www.patreon.com slash Old Republic Podcast. The Old Republic Podcast can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, as well as everywhere else the Anchor podcasts are distributed. 
Subscriptions, reviews, and shares help us out. Our intro and outro themes were composed by Alistair Schurman at alistairsounds.wixsite.com forward slash alistairsounds. Our transition music was composed by Christian Walker at christianwalkermusic.com. This episode of the Old Republic podcast has been brought to you by Nikki Dog from Patreon. May the force be with you. We'll be back soon. Bye for now.